Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast here. Uh, my name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. Andrew walked away, but Andrew's here okay. as well. Um, we have some news to report. We're, we're given another mini episode, I know. Finally, we started the week with the Eric Hendricks release, which was expected. Um, sad. I'm a huge Kendricks fan, but... It's, it is a business and it made sense. You save a lot of money by cutting them and you don't yep. lose a lot of money. So we started the week with the news and then we essentially had nothing. The only thing we could kind of like uh, maybe work with was Zadarius Smith's weird tweet about his farewell to the Vikings tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. Let's talk about the thing that we know is official you know the vikings tweeted it posted it on their socials adam thielen has now posted on his socials it's official yep Longtime viking wide receiver veteran adam thielen has officially been released yeah he's gone it is uh i will say when you watch highlights of him like because you know obviously they're just playing them constantly with him uh departing it is sad to see him go it is it will be weird um like his story is fantastic most people know it grew up minnesota undrafted d2 college hayes was actually looking at mankato at one point in time um and then now here we have adam thielen who's a two-time pro bowler and top of the chain in viking franchise history Mm-hmm. looking at his final numbers again keep in mind this is an undrafted division two guy he is fourth in yards in all of vikings franchise history third in receptions and third in touchdowns trailing only i mean two of obviously the the greatest vikings receivers randy moss and chris carter in touchdowns and receptions um so it's it's sad but it, it does make sense yeah, it makes sense. Um, Are you yeah. going to be aggressive, Hayes? <laughs> it was time. Sure, of course. Can't you, Hayes? Couldn't you? Can't you acknowledge sort of the 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 unique? Can't you just appreciate him for for what he was? Sure, but to say he's the third best Viking of all time, statistically, third best third Viking. Best receiver that's oh i see where my mistake was is that what is that why you're correcting me hayes also i wouldn't even say receiver i think justin jefferson has done more for the vikings organization in his first three seasons than uh thielen did during his career i don't know i i I don't think you could offense player of the year thielen though had probably one of the pro bowl Two time biggest, biggest playoff uh, catches that I've seen setting up the, the goal line stance against the Saints in the 2009. No. What year was that? 2020. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're just looking at 
importance of a player. I mean, JJ is on track to uh, probably in half the time to be better than Adam Thielen is. I think we can acknowledge Thielen currently as of today, you know, March 10th, 2023 as one of the best receivers in Vikings history. I don't think we can give that. I don't think we can put JJ ahead of Thielen in just three years. I, I just don't think you can. I think you, you, you have to acknowledge the only gave you, I think two or thousand yards? yard seasons. Again, a two time pro bowler. He had uh, at least one, maybe two seasons where he had uh, double digit touchdowns receptions. Here we go. A two time thousand yard receiver four time with 900 or more um, twice. He had double digits in touchdowns. Um, I just, I, <clears throat> I think if you look at Thielen's numbers um, and, and again, JJ's obviously. JJ will track. pass Adam Thielen and receive career receiving yards mm-hmm. next season with Minnesota. Um, I don't, in, I don't think that's accurate. Yes. He puts up about 1800 yards. I don't think he's only 1,800 behind yes, Thielen. I don't – okay, let's – well, let's just look, Hayes. 25 to 66.82. Um, so he's going to probably pass Thielen in uh, receiving yards in 65 less games. Um, so – Yeah, JJ currently uh, is eighteen hundred about. There's really no reason to compare the two, though. Agreed. Got to look at longevity. You got to look at um, time. Or look at legacy. Le- well, how do you define legacy? Accolades. Okay. Offensive Taking player, a pay cut leader, to win. two-time first team, three-time Pro Bowl. Uh, I guess, yeah, no, we can go into, actually, let's go. That's a good conversation is clearly Hayes has no uh, soft spot for Thielen. So we'll see what he has to say, but I think Thielen did my opinion. I wish he would have left on a little bit of better terms. Yes. His Um, wife is embarrassing him. I don't think who's Blake Prawl and why is he even? Yeah, Blake Prawl, you are happy to go with Adam. Um, (laughs) you're a practice squad guy. You suck. And you're a little too obsessed with that family. It is it is a little concerning just how much time and maybe he has a girlfriend. I don't ever see the girlfriend. It's just feeling his wife and prowl hanging out quite a bit and uh, again, a, a little odd. I think there should be some boundary set. set. Um, but y- yeah, you you would have wished Thielen would have been a little bit more. And I mean, who knows what the numbers were that they were trying to um, offer to Thielen. But I guarantee there were restructures and pay cut conversations that were being had because I think from a Viking front office, they wanted to keep Thielen. But I also think like a large part of it was he did feel like he has a lot more like value than what the team was giving him, like not even in terms of money, but role. 
And like he had know, to accept the fact that he was going to be wide receiver to three. Most likely. I don't think he could, even though like, I just don't know where he's going to go and get a better opportunity. Even though, yeah, wide receiver three on this team could still put up probably similar numbers to what he did this year, you know? Like yeah. the, the hope is either you draft a wide receiver two or KJ develops or you sign a wide receiver two and they put up, you know, 900 plus yards. JJ is going to put up, you know, 1700 plus yards. The only could be wide receiver three and put up essentially the same numbers he had last year. And apparently that was not enough for him. Um, he had a good season for a 32 year old wide receiver. Agreed. He he had an above average season for a 30 70 receptions. He was targeted 107 times, which is the almost tied for third most in his entire career. He had third most in receptions his entire career. What, what is he talking about? He you're also playing with the best receiver in football and a top three tight end, so you should be getting. We're also statistically the worst route runner against man to man coverage <laughs> in the history of the National Football League. His so. metrics are pretty bad. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's the point I'm getting at is like, I, I feel, I, I wish he would have just accepted his role. Yep. Um, understood like, Hey, I really think this team could win. We won 13 games last year. Um, I am going to be involved in this off offense. Like I'm not going to disappear. I'm not going to have 400 yards and never see the ball. Um, but instead, yeah, he sort of had this this blind, or he has it's, it's it's current. He has this sort of blind belief he could go be a, a a wide receiver one or a top wide receiver two on another team. And I would agree. I mean, I think just it, the the value for what you get from him, both in terms of just like production, is not there anymore. It was, and and that's where, that's where Hayes. You need to understand it was there at one point. He was out at one point in time worth the contract. Um, it's no longer the case. The wide receiver one though on this team. Uh, the thing I had heard, which I thought was interesting, was I think him, Diggs probably would disagree, but he kind of probably viewed it as like a one A and a one B. Which he should be one A, I thought. I mean, especially in like 2018, he was definitely the better receiver at the time. Yeah. Or maybe but, just got more targets, receptions, whatnot. But I think I think it's, it was definitely time to move on. I think that's what you're kind of seeing now. Like last year, they gave a lot of the veteran guys a chance from like the Spielman-Zimmer era. And now they're kind of having to do like the damage control. Because apparently, I just saw something that said that Harrison Smith is leaning toward being released. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, the thing I just saw guy... yesterday was that he was leaning towards restructuring and taking a pay cut. Yeah, yeah, but now it came out from Jug Zolat or whatever his name is, and that Darren Wolf's guy, Wolfson, if you might have seen him on the scoops part of Score North. But he said like they're still talking, but it's trending towards more of being a release. Hmm. So this is, I mean, last year we saw the competitive side of the competitive rebuild, and now currently we might be seeing the rebuild side of a competitive rebuild with sort of like the big, the the franchise-named players being let go. Um, 
I still would be kind of surprised by Smith. Being Smith would shock me. Yeah. Cut. Um. Because then I, I mean, still see. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm still seeing stuff that he's likely to take a pay cut as well. Oh, I did see the Judd Zolgad tweet saying um, that he might be released. He's going to be yeah, leaning towards being released. Well, I think, yeah, the Vikings probably understand they can't let him play on his current cap number. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... 34 year old safety. I mean, I didn't realize that he, they signed him to an extension just two years ago or a year and a half ago in 2021 when he was already 32. Like you're paying that much for a 32 year old safety. Like some of those contracts were just disgusting. Yeah, it was. When you look at it, it is pretty intense or pretty substantial contracts. Um, well, the extension of Thielen uh, last year was just horrible. Horrible decision to extend. Well, last wasn't year. I mean, wasn't it a restructure with Thielen? I don't think we extended him. I think we just pushed money down the line. Which wasn't a good idea. Which wasn't yeah. Oh, a good okay. Extension. Well, you said extension, so I just wanted to correct you. You you misspoke. Was he? Um. Okay. The other thing. So I. What else? Anything else? So I guess in summary, by releasing Adam Thielen, <clears throat> um, I would say. We're not surprised by this, but this was something that I don't think anyone like for sure, for sure called here out of this group here. Just a like feeling release. Did you, did you, were you very confident that he was going to get cut? No, I thought you were going to be able to get something out of a trade for him, which is disappointing, but um, is, is this going to be one of the guys where it's the June 1st thing where you can have him, or is he full on gone? He's, full He's and gone. gone. And I think that's looks like the route that Quazy and the front office is taking is they just want a clean slate going into 2024. Yeah. So they're they're gonna pretty much accept having more dead money now so they can have more money in 2024. And that's the reasoning for the for the pre-June first cuts. Yep. Okay. Um, but I was trying to summarize. So by cutting Thielen. He had a nineteen and a half million dollar contract, or this year, you you do you lose you sort of lose thirteen million in dead money. Like you're paying him thirteen million to not be on your team. I think that's the biggest loss that people are like, "What the heck? Like, why would you do that?" But you do open up six and a half million, which is one of the more like uh, cost effective players by cutting. Like you you do yeah. still open up six and a half million to yeah. work with this year. And then obviously next year you get, you know, that whole 20 million back versus pushing that money down the road. So um, you lose a lot in, in the sense of you have to pay him for not being on your team, but you also do at least get six and a half million in savings, which by cutting Kendricks and Thielen puts us uh, just now 9 million in the hole for um, over the cap or for our cap space. All right. So, Leading, which leads us then into say if you cut Zadarius Smith or even trade him, which is that is the route that it should be going if he doesn't want to be on this team. Um, right there puts you in the positive because yeah. you save 12 million from him, which then puts you just under 3 million positive. Yeah, so um, 
I totally assumed after seeing that tweet that it was just a, a done deal that we were either trading or cutting Smith, uh, Zadarius Smith because he thanked the Vikings organization. And then, Andrew, you found that he uh, that he wants out, but the Vikings have no intent to cut him, which I don't know. I, at this point, then, I, why would you keep him? If he doesn't want to be here and he's going to cost you $15 million, <laughs> like Yeah, I mean, for like a top pass rusher, I don't feel like $15 million is terrible. But obviously, like with the injuries, you got to be cautious with that. Um, and then obviously, you like releasing him would really not make a whole lot of sense unless you can't find anyone to trade anything for him. Then well, you probably just try to keep him. I wouldn't say it doesn't make a lot of sense. Releasing him saves you $12 million that you can then use for other position players. Yeah, but then you have a huge hole at pass rush. I mean, you have Daniel. Yeah, Daniel like and phenomenal. Yeah, but then again, you have you have $12 million, which I think you could find either as like a uh, outside linebacker or like a good, not great defensive end rusher for 12 for, for the money you could save from. I just don't a guy who may play the full season, but he's only healthy for half. I would not say it's worth $15 million. He's not at all. No. If he could play a full season at the level uh, that he started last year at, then you're getting a steal for 15 million. Cause like you said, he's one of the best in, in, in the league. Uh, yeah. But I don't think 15 million is worth nine, 10 games at being one of the top. Just my opinion, which I is agree. the right opinion. I agree. So. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an opinion, which is the right one. Um, okay, actually, no, I do want to quick go back to Thielen because I want your guys' two cents. We'll just go around the horn. Uh, we'll start with Hayes. Actually, we'll start with Andrew because you probably put more thought into it. Um, first two teams that you think Thielen could potentially sign with? I think the Chiefs and I think the Jets if Rodgers goes there. If not the Jets, I was thinking like probably Ravens. So why those teams? Chiefs, because uh, he obviously wants to play for a contender, so he's just really chasing a ring. And I feel like they could still get something out of them, him, and they don't have, like, a ton of great receivers. They have just a couple, like – like, I mean, he could get some opportunities with the Chiefs. And then Jets, because he's all buddy-buddy with Aaron Rodgers. Which I didn't know that. It. Those are the exact same things I was thinking, Chiefs and Jets. Jets are in pretty bad cap space, though. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of like moves, though, like restructures and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I also think if they get Rodgers, they'd have to pay him, and I mean, again, they'll they'll they won't have to pay Thielen a lot, but they'll have to pay him at least probably what ten million. Mm, I don't know about ten. I mean, he's still technically making thirteen million this year. Okay. So maybe but if if he doesn't like, I guess if he doesn't really care that much about the money and more wants to, I would say with his his buddy, yeah. he loves Rogers, which is just odd because yeah. they don't share the same. Like Rogers is an atheist and 
Thielen is a, a pretty proud vocal Christian. So not saying, you know, atheists and Christians can't be friends, but I would, it surprises me that it's an odd relationship. An arrogant atheist is best friends with a <laughs> evangelical Christian. Yes. <clears throat> um, okay. I see that. What about um, the giants? Could you see him with the giants? Giants have no receivers essentially. And they clearly believe in Daniel Jones enough where they're paying him fat money. Um, could the Giants yeah. potentially grab Thielen for like a one or two year deal? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. <clears throat> okay. Other team that I thought was interesting again with like just re-signing their quarterback. Um, and I looked; they have a lot of positive cap space, but the Seahawks. I feel yeah. like the Seahawks. The Seahawks have, I think, two first round picks. Yep. They just re-signed Geno. You know, they were rebuilding last year and made the playoffs. Um, obviously, they have two good receivers already, but just in terms of having a lot of cap space to begin with, why not get a third receiver who could be a red zone threat? Maybe they're in a, a type of like, let's win now situation. Um, I could see it possibly, yeah, because if they have a lot of money to spend, it's not a super risky deal. I have no idea. I just, I, I, it was fun to look to see what, what teams have cap space and could yeah. afford a guy and what teams would, like you said, be, are, are competitive enough where Thielen would want to contend. Um, I, I did hear the Ravens, but it looks like they're also in pretty bad cap situation. And they yeah, still got Sign Lamar and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I beg, uh, yeah. I mean, if they don't end up getting Lamar, then clearly I bet they go rebuild. Yeah. Or if Lamar goes that. elsewhere. Um, but. <clears throat> okay. And then what, uh, my next question was, what, what do we see next? So Kendricks is gone, which was expected. Thielen is gone, which was so, like, it was a sort of most likely, but wasn't like a, a for sure done deal because of the dead money. Um, I hope I feel it like I would like to see him. Huh? But I hope it kicks in him. Yeah. That's 8 million in savings by just those two guys. Yeah. I think if you have a trade offer for Delvin Cook and you're not taking it, I think you're kind of yeah, stupid. I mean, I understand like you've already cut a couple big locker room guys and I think Cook's a pretty big one, but his contract's pretty terrible. And if you could get anything for him, fifth, sixth, something, um, I would do it personally. I think you'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they haven't restructured uh, O'Neal's. Yeah. O'Neal's converted well. it into a signing bonus yet. These are just things. I don't know why they're waiting so long to do them. You can do them without anything. And who knows? Maybe maybe they're, they're like so super duper close to finalizing them. Like Andrew said, the Vikings – uh, uh, front office is able to keep things on lock until it's officially released. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like the rumors of Thielen being cut were like this morning and then it was official like an hour later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I think Kendrick's everyone kind of kind of saw it coming. And so they just picked a, picked a day that worked best for them. 
picked a day to get to to sign him off. Nicely. Get him out of here. Yeah. See ya. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of guys that are gonna go to a team, still play, and probably be like not terrible, but just not worth their contracts. We should try and remember just for fun. Make uh when we do our like uh season predictions for the Vikings, throw in Thielen. Like depending what team he winds up with, just be like, this is what we predict Thielen will put up with the Chiefs or ten catches, forty grabs to the ankle. Um, <laughs> you keep track of this. receiving yards. His wife having thirty uh, Instagram Instagram stories. Lake Prowl showing up in uh, every other photo with Caitlin and Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen running routes with Blake Prowl in like a kangaroo pouch attached to his stomach. Um, yeah, a couple hamstring injuries. What would you do if Blake Prowl changes his number to 19? I'd cut him. Should have already cut him, cut him to sign someone else. He'd probably get the blessing from Thielen. He'd probably have to do something creepy or weird to do it, but... You have to eat. What's his kid's name? Cooper or something? <laughs> I think that's Kirk's kid. Something uh, interesting. Um, I was watching Bussin' with the boys because they had Kirk Cousins on. Sorry. And he said the only thing this. he wants. <laughs> huh? The hell was that name? Bussin' with the boys. Who's What podcast? Whose is that? Is that Theo Vaughn? That dude is so funny. He's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> no, it's Taylor Lewan and Will Compton. But Kirk said all he wants is to try to win, stay in Minnesota, and create a winning situation. So take a, a freaking pay cut. Sign a three-year, $75 million extension. All guaranteed. No, it, it is so incredible. If he keeps saying that, because I've, I've heard him say that before. All he wants to do is win and stay in Minnesota. Well, if that's the case, take less money and we can we can build a team around you to win. We can give you a, a exciting wide receiver too. Uh, we can give you an extra lineman for, for additional protection. Like, Please. We'll, we'll, the, the Vikings will probably do things. I, I, KOC is an offensive guy, but they, it seems to be a good – or it is. Actually, it is. We technically have one of the best – um, we, we I don't know what you call it, but we had the yeah environments. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. We got an A on our Viking or on on our environment team report card, which is the best in the NFL. So clearly, there's no toxicness in in the Viking mm-hmm. organization currently. Um, so I would imagine if Kirk said agreed yeah i'll take less money but this is what i want they probably would listen yes and they'd probably be happy to do so yes yeah. it'd also probably make it easier to get a jefferson extension knowing that he has like an accurate quarterback that's been pumping well, his think, numbers yeah i think jefferson definitely wants kirk to stay just in the sense of like i mean his numbers have been insane with kirk so i don't think if i was jefferson i wouldn't want to take the risk of someone new or someone I don't know. Um, granted, I know Jefferson also wants to win, um, but yeah, it is it, it is interesting to see what they will do. Um, I did think there'd be a little bit more news today, uh, especially since, cause what did we say? I mean, yeah, by Monday, you ha- you're starting to talk to 
to free agents by I think yeah. Wednesday, you have to be cap compliant. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess you cut Smith, you're cap compliant, but you're not really in the business to making a lot of moves. Zadaria Smith, that is. I think you'll definitely see O'Neill restructure. I mean, it makes no sense not to. Yeah. Why on earth do they want to bring back Pat P? Oh, my God. Yeah, that one I'm confused about. It's like I just don't see a lot of – he's probably asking for more money than he had last year. The only thing, the only reasoning is because of a point you brought up earlier, Andrew, or yeah, I think it was you, that they are cutting a lot of big locker room guys and like them wanting to keep some locker room guys for obviously less money than others might be worth it. Um, Especially if they go the route of letting Harrison Smith go, that's three – and then if Cook goes as well, that's four like that's four captains right there that were cut. Um, yeah. Which for some I mean, people might people turnaround. might be like, all right, oh well, who cares? New start. Um but I yeah, I don't know. I think if you want to be competitive next year, you do have to have at least some of those similar faces and similar leaders still involved. Not a lot. Not the ones that cost a lot of money. Um, I'd, rather, I'd rather have Smith than uh, Peterson. Me too. I'll be so sad with Harrison Smith if Harrison Smith gets quit, gets cut. Um, so I'm I'm sticking with believing the first articles I've read, which was he's taking going to take a pay cut because um, that is a selfish man who wants to win. We hope. I believe will. I believe you will. Um, Might not. All right. Well, it sounds like Hayes has nothing going on today. Andrews, you're probably still unemployed. So what we can do is, if more stuff comes out, we can certainly jump on and talk more. Like if we get a lot of stuff this afternoon. Yeah. Sure. Fill some updates. Why not? Um. And I guess we can play it by ear, but depending what happens over the weekend, we'll try and maybe if nothing happens all that interesting, like we don't talk to, or we talk today, then maybe we can be good for a week, but um, I will leave Sunday night and we'll be gone for a full week. So we won't be able to do any recording next week. Okay. You get back what day? uh, Like Friday late night. So less than a week. Full work week. I know you that I know you don't understand what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, baby. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. Let's add some pizzazz. This was a good episode. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Jazz hands, Andrew. And uh who knows? Maybe we'll release another episode later today. Skull baby. <laughs>